Peace and Black Power family. Welcome to another Sarnetta TV House of Consciousness production. All right, y'all already know what it is. We're getting ready to get it in. Um, everybody can hear me? Can everybody hear me? Before we move forward. <laughs> hey yo, is that who I think it is? Um Stone Soup TV. If is that that funny dude? Oh man, hilarious, man, for real. All right, I let everybody out of the um YouTube prison. Y'all already know I told y'all that earlier. Be on the lookout. Don't be so quick to block nobody. Only if they being rude and disrespectful. You could give them, send them a warning shot, send them another warning shot. The warning shots are when you place them on timeout. And then if you have to place them on timeout again, the third time is a wrap. You got the green light to block them because I know you're only going to block them if they being rude, disrespectful, using profanity, cursing. I know you ain't going to block them just for disagreeing. You can disagree, family. It's the way you do it. It's just how you disagree. So we're going to set the rules and the tones now. I'm going to show y'all the debate for those of y'all who did not see the debate with the Armin Raw squad going up against the doctors. So we're going to check that out. We're going to, we're going to view that right now today, tonight. And uh, also, um, I called up one of my esteemed elders and powerful soldiers, the Reverend Dr. Phil Valentine. And I said, Phil Valentine. We need, we need you back. We got a, a lot of new babies up in here. We have a lot of new babies up in here. You know, they really never saw the video, the metaphysics of the Bible, the falsehoods of the Bible, the vampires of consciousness. They never saw that. I need you, Phil. I need you to come on over and let's do some, let's do some Bible stuff. Let's do the metaphysics. Let's go in. And he said, Man, Sarnetta, I was about to do that anyway on, on, I think, on one of his shows. So I convinced him to come on over to my show and be looking for Phil either Monday or Tuesday. One of them days he will be here to, I mean, yo, if y'all never saw a Phil Valentine debate when he goes in on the falsehoods of the Bible, man, y'all are in for a special God damn treat, family. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, those of y'all who know what I'm talking about, who've been watching Phil for a minute, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay? So we're going to do that. Um, do y'all have anything that y'all would like to talk about before we go live? Anything. What's on your mind? Anything on your mind? Talk to me. Talk black to me. Y'all could hit me up. See, let me see. Let me see. Okay, so um Yeah, let's get this right. So it's up in there. Oh man, come on now.
Yeah, I know I'm just stalling so that people can get in here because I don't want the people to say, oh, man, I missed the stream. I didn't see it. You know, I'm just stalling for a couple of minutes before I get in with the video. But um, for those of y'all who would like to call, who wish to call in first, and let's call it in. See what's up, man. What's on your mind? Let's take a couple of calls before we get it in, y'all. Let's take a couple of callers. Y'all don't want to call in or what? <laughs> don't speak till they like the video. Yeah, let's like the video, y'all. Come on, man. This is your brother, Sarnetta, y'all. Like the video, man. Damn. Y'all supposed to know how this thing go. Like the video, y'all. Come on, family. Please leave your message. Come on, y'all. Like the damn video. Before I curse you out like your boy do over there, curse y'all out <laughs> for not liking the video. He cursed y'all out, man. Damn. I ain't going to do that, though. I'm just stalling for time. Let the people get in here. Let them know I'm live. And we're getting ready to go in. Hey, Brother Unc, I want you to know that I'm live right now, and I'm getting ready to play the video live. So let your people know in case they missed it. I am live on Sarnetta Studios, brother. And I might go okay. in five minutes. I'm live already, but I'm just stalling so the people can get in here, and we're going to let it fly. All right, peace. Peace and Black Power Family, what's your name? Oh, Peace and Black Power Family, what's your name? Where you calling from? This is West from Cleveland. Peace, my brother West. What's going on? What's happening, sir? I'm glad you're on tonight, bro. Um, thank you. Thank you. What's on your mind, brother? Okay, okay. Real quick, I wanted to ask you. So, while I was a child, well, a lot of us was children. We believed in Christianity. But as you get older, you just naturally, you should filter a body of it just by default. Just growing up throughout life, you should be able to recognize bullshit when you see it. So. How do we explain it to the children that we have now and the children in our family without tearing our family straight in two? It's extremely difficult to, to try to give insight. Well, what I would do, yes, I feel you. No, it's real easy to give yeah. it to a child because their brain have not fully developed yet. So what they doing is they searching for the knowledge. They trying to see what's right and what's wrong. Now, if they growing up as a child, it's, that's when it becomes difficult. But the easiest thing is to get them while they are child. And what I would do to my parents and to my family and to my sisters and brothers, I would simply start giving them history about our ancestors first before the Bible. How did the Bible come to us? At what time and what period? What was we doing? What, what was our own culture before we came to these shores? That's how you do that. You see what I'm saying? You do it real slowly. And then right. you show them things like, yo, look, this been out. There's so many different versions of the Bible. 
I mean, there's some, I mean, you know, just go in and maybe you can show them one of Sarnetta's um, videos. You know, it's going to be hard. Say, yo, sit down, just watch this where this brother put God on trial. Or watch one of the other videos I did on this channel. Go down the timeline and look at one of my, um, where I brought somebody into my interrogation room. And look at that and watch how the, the pastors and the preachers won't even be able to answer the questions I'm asking them. Show them that. Right. You know, but with the babies, but with the yeah. children and the you and the young people, start giving them history about themselves first. And then when they get that damn Bible, they're going to be like, oh, no, nah, I read this in our history. Yeah. We was doing this way before the Bible. You see, that's how you get them. That's how I would get them. Straight up, straight up. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. So I'm about, to, I'm about to shoot you this cash out. Peace, my brother. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh, I know. Peace. Yeah. All right. The brother said the magic word. Let me put the cash app in there because um, my people be dogging me. Y'all don't be sending your brother no cash apps lately, man. I don't be getting no love, man. You know, I don't get no love, man, from my cash app, man. Y'all don't, y'all don't set a brother out at all. There it go right there, man. I look at other people and people don't be bringing y'all nothing. Y'all just be blessing them, them, these other people, man. I be like, damn, I'm not mad and I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, damn, how come the brother Sonetta do so much and I can't even get half of that? Check. Real talk. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? Press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? How you doing, Sarah? This is Malik Tinney. I'm, I'm a normal uh, watcher weekly and all that. I just want to say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate the information you put on and whatnot. Um, I just want to, you know, make a quick statement just get out the way and let you get on with the show. Um, you had the elder on earlier. What was his name again? Uh, Brother Farrell. And the name of his channel is called Farrell Said That. Is just Brother Farrell? Yes, um, Brother Farrell. Yeah, Farrell. Just Farrell. But the name of his channel... Is Pharaoh said that. So you put that whole words, the whole sentence in there. Pharaoh said that. And you could get his channel. All right, all right, no problem. I, I guess what I'm getting to is I know you clever, you know, you a chessboarder, you know, you mastermind and whatnot, you do your thing. So I guess what I'm asking is, is there like a I are you gonna set up like a debate or something with him? Because yes. you know, as an elder, you know, you don't wanna say too much, you don't wanna say the wrong thing, but from, in my opinion, I would say a lot of the information was more all over the place. And, you know, I, you don't want to really want to say too much because he is an elder. But, it, you know, is this just part of you, you know, you setting up a chessboard for him to, you know, debate somebody or, you know, how, what you got going on? Okay, so, yes, man, um, I'm definitely going to have somebody battle him. And I'm going to bring a brother that's around his age group. I will bring Brother Khalil Omani. I ain't talked to him yet. But I will have Brother Khalil Omani talk to him, and I think that's going to be a real good one. That's going to be a real right, good I'll be, one. I'll man. be in the building. All right, All right. my man. Uh, enjoy Peace. your night. Thank you. Yep. All right. Um, I see my man Knox. Knox says, saw about that cheddar. You damn right. Got to be, especially where I'm at. Thank you. All right, now my cash app is starting to ring bells. This is what I'm talking about. My people starting to show the love. Is that my brother? No, that ain't that ain't the real Tyreek Nasheed. Let me go and see. Let me go see, because I know they be. No, that's not the real one, because I remember um, unblocking that. So I unblocked that. 
There you go. That's what I'm saying. See, the people want to hear that ching ring when it comes in. I'm putting my phone right by the. I'm putting my um my uh cell phone right by there. So the next person that dropped that dropped that cash, they're gonna hear it, man. That's what I'm talking about. I supposed to be hearing this type of shit all day. All day when I'm on here. You know what I'm saying? Check family. Check. Because then and only then can I bring y'all the heavy hitters. You already know I'm getting ready to set up something heavy. It's going to be a double header in March. We got Garfield and Brother Jabari finally going to square off and get it in. I think that's a heavy hitter. Y'all don't want to miss that. I'm, I'm just hoping y'all come out for that one right there. And I'm trying to see who would be the undercard or who's going to be the other top card or whatever. I'm looking towards Captain Tazoriak and a pastor. I know y'all don't want to see him and Pastor Bennett. I would love to get Pastor Manning in there, Pastor David Manning, you know, the one that be going in. Or, or somebody like, you know, I don't know. Who do y'all think? Ali Muhammad, Dr. Ali. I know, do y'all want polite into Zoriak? Nah. Nah, I don't want the polite into Zoriak on, on a double card. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Captain versus Khalid. Khalil? Nah. Nah, man. Khalil gonna destroy them, man. Riza Islam. Going up against who? Who's Rizza Islam gonna Rizza Islam, they they these dudes don't want to debate. They they don't like the debates. Cause they don't a lot of people, family, do not want their information challenged. So a lot of people don't do that because they don't want their information challenged. They want to be able to say what they want to say and get up out of here without nobody checking their information. Jet. Garfield will destroy Katazak. Garfield is going up against somebody that um you know he he feel that Garfield would destroy Katazat straight up straight up and down man come on man stop it stop that y'all stop that Garfield would destroy Katazat so don't even do that and they wouldn't even do that Pastor Bennett versus Pastor Wesley nah see y'all don't understand business again. Pastor Bennett versus Pastor Wesley. Who would come out to see that? Who? Who would come out to see that? There you go. Y'all heard that? That's what I'm talking about, Ray Ray. Appreciate that, Ray Ray. Shout out to Ray Ray. We're getting ready to get it in in a minute, y'all. Don't worry about it. Justin. Shout out to Justin for the donation. Justine. My bad. My bad. Justine. Of course, shout out to Manning. Appreciate that donation. Five and up, you get the shout out. Anything below that, no. Five and up, you get the shout out. What I'm about? What I'm gonna do with a dollar? Um, buy a blow pop? <laughs> I can't pay nobody a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate your thought though, but I uh, to keep it real. I can't. I can't pay nobody a damn. Uh, dollar to come do a lecture, y'all. Stop playing with me. Yes, yes. I see you, sister. Salute to you too, queen. Is that, let me make sure. Because my eyes is real bad. I can't see nothing. 
Cause um, sometimes these these men be looking like girls sometimes, man. So you know, gotta make sure these men nowadays be so goddamn feminine. I went outside today to go check out something. I go past the African hair salon, and who do I see in the front seat? I see a Spanish kid getting extensions in his hair. I was like, damn, I ain't say nothing. I just kept it moving like, damn, look, what the hell is going on? So, yeah, they do get the extensions in their hair, you know? I know dollars add up, but when you don't get enough of them, they don't add up. See, the dollars only add up when you got the whole 288 people in the chat room and say, I'm going to give a dollar. That's when you say, damn, I got $288. But if you only get a dollar once a week, no, it don't add up, brother, because that dollar will be gone before the day is out. Check. All right, so I got to get Hassan, um, Hassan Campbell fake ass out of here, lock him back up for another t- uh, another year. I opened up the floodgates for everybody to come out. Y'all already know that. I let everybody out, and see, this is what they do. As soon as I let them out, they don't know how to act. They didn't learn nothing. He's institutionalized. You know, he's YouTube institutionalized. He don't know how to come out when he get freedom and just be respectful. <laughs> Check. These Negroes been in there so long, so let me block Hassan Campbell, the fake channel, not the, the Hassan Hassan. This is a fake channel. So I will block this fake channel of Hassan Campbell. He don't know how to act. He just coming out, just coming back home, and he's YouTube instant institutionalized. So we'll let him go back in there for another year. We'll bring him out in 2021. You know, goddamn, the nigga ain't even been out for a day. Whoa, man. That's bad. When you ain't even come out and been out for a day. Nobody got no uh, questions, y'all? Let's get it, man, before we go live. Let's get it. I'm going to go live in a minute.
Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to the first Great Column Vaccine Debate. I've been waiting over 20 years for this to happen. Uh, the first time I was in, uh, I was in Houston, Texas. I was invited down with Barbara Lowe Fisher and many others back in 1995. And uh, we were there to uh, challenge the, the vaccine issue. And uh, the other side was a team of doctors and scientists. We showed up, but they didn't. That's been the pattern. But today, we have a real debate. So it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it as much as the rest of you, I'm sure, are. Um, Today is going to be exciting, it's going to be informative. Uh, I know the fireworks are going to fly because I know the people on both sides are very, very passionate. I guess my real role here is to uh, not let things get too far out of hand. So, but it's going to get, uh, it's going to get hot, so i let you know well in advance. Um, I would encourage people to uh, focus on the facts. Today is not a day about focusing on race, it's not about focusing on the home team. It's about focusing on the facts and keeping an open mind. Because this is a very serious issue. It's an issue that's raging, raging across the country, especially as they are changing the laws with regard to religious exemptions and other forms of exemptions. So it's a serious issue. I just actually keep an open mind, and uh, we're going to have a very good debate. So keep with that. No booing, please. And uh, if you want to show your support, let the person speak first. Then you can show your support by applauding and cheering and things. But it's important that everybody get to hear what the speakers have to say. So, with that said, um, I just want to also uh, uh, focus a little bit on uh, how the, we're going to proceed from here, which is, at the end of the debate, after the two teams uh, speak, you're going to be able to vote on which team that you think did the best job. And so, you have the opportunity to really show your feelings at that point. And I do want to thank, before we go on, uh, a lot of the people who work behind the scenes to make this uh, happen, uh, Danielle Gale, uh, uh, Fed Up Democrat, and many people who did radio interviews and things, but a lot of people really made this happen. So uh, I just want a big shout out to those, and a special shout out to Antonia St. Debar for all of her logistics work. She, uh, she really worked hard behind the scenes, and uh, a tremendous help to making this uh, uh, happen. <laughs> I also, last big shout out, personal uh, shout out to a man who's been my mentor for many years, all the way back to when he was my uh, junior high school teacher. Uh, he and uh, has helped me with getting into the ABC program, which helped me to get into a lot of really good schools, and he's been there for me through the ups and downs. He's also has worked in the black Latino community, he's helped thousands of students, he's got lots of awards. And he's uh, what a true teacher is all about. My uh, sixth grade junior, junior high school teacher, Bert Rosenberg. Mr. Rosenberg, where are you? Mr. Rosenberg. There he is. You can see it on the Mr. Rosenberg. Okay, well, I would like to now turn it over to my, uh, uh, I mean, the, the iron fist behind this, because uh, I know I'm a little bit soft when people are speaking, and let them go a little bit too long, but she's going to be the enforcer to make sure everybody stays on track with regards to uh, the debate. So I'm going to turn it back over for a moment to uh, Antonio. Thank you so much, Curtis. Hi, everybody. How are you guys doing tonight? Good! <laughs> so it's so good to see each of your faces here tonight. Um, this is quite possibly the most important debate and topic um, in the world right now because without health, how can you actually go out there and change the world and make this world a better place? So to know that this dialogue is happening, um, with questions like, is it safe? 
uh, is it worth the risk? It's so important, like Curtis said, because considering that New York just got mandates, New Jersey is voting on mandates starting on Monday, um, and uh, other states having bills like this happening all across the country and the world, um, plans for adult mandates coming next, we need to be asking these questions now. So no matter what you see or hear on the stage today, know that both sides have concern and want the best for themselves and their children. Uh, but what is the full truth, right? What is the full truth? It can really only be on one side or the other, the full truth. So in that spirit, we're going to hear um, what there is to say, and let's hear the science. Let's see how we can justify and clarify what's at stake. So like Curtis said, I'm going to be keeping time. And do you want to detail the rules, Curtis? Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, quick outline of how the debate's going to be set up. Um, there's going to be four questions that's going to be addressed, and I've already given the questions to both sides. They've been researching, preparing for it. The questions are, one, are vaccines safe? Two, do vaccines effectively prevent disease? Three, is it possible to raise a healthy child without vaccines? Four, should the parents have the right to make informed and voluntary decisions about vaccines, or should that decision be left to government officials? Each question will have a uh, half an hour for both sides to go back and forth. Each side will have three minute increments to uh, make their case, and it's going to switch to the other side. Um, the other part of the rules are the person who's speaking will have the option of just saying what they want to say, or they can ask a question of the other side, or if they want to just say something for like a minute and then turn the mic to somebody else, someone else on their team, they can do that. Um, I will not be picking the people who will be speaking. It's up to each team to decide when it's their turn who they want to speak. So that won't be fair, that won't be biased towards who I'll be calling on. And uh, to start things off, uh, each side is going to have six minutes to give uh, a short introduction to their position, and then move to the other side, and then we'll, the debate will actually begin. Um, the people on the pro side, they've asked to go first, so you may begin your six-minute presentation. Peace and blessings. My name is Asara Hotel, 
and uh, I am a computer scientist and just a science advocate in general. Uh, I'm here on the side of science and to defend science, uh, to be the, equalizer, the equalizer uh, in this type of debate. And so, I think that's They got their clock running. Man, come on now. When we create such effective solutions, we can forget how serious the problems were. That's Dr. Joe. That's that small parts right there. We don't feel that anymore. Smallpox is a serious and contagious infection disease caused by viola virus. The earliest credible evidence of smallpox is found in Egyptian mummies of people who died some 33,000 30, years ago. So this is in Africa, y'all. They didn't have a response for it. Three out of every 10 people with the disease died. So if we looked around this room, man, most y'all be dead. Right? 1796 created the smallpox vaccine. I can't see that. No cases of naturally occurring smallpox. I can, I can read it. No cases of, of naturally occurring smallpox have happened since 1977. That's in Samoa. Why is that? Because it's based off the vaccine, smallpox vaccine. So the human race, science, right, has actually spoken on the issue. It worked. Next. Three minutes left. Give me an extra minute. I'm about to go up the top of the dome. You can't switch it? Come on. Okay, polio is a contagious crippling and potentially deadly infection disease caused by the polio virus. It can invade and infect a person's brain and spinal cord, causing paralysis. The earliest description of the disease in the USA published in 1894. Worst epidemic recorded in the US occurred in 1952-57, right? 879 cases and 3,145 3, deaths. Jonas Stark, 1955, and Albert Sabin, 1960, invented the polio vaccine. United States has been polio-free since 1979. There is no denying that vaccines work. Show of hands, how many in this room been vaccinated? When you was little, your moms didn't vaccinate you. You had two. So most of y'all never even seen a vaccine before. Make everybody want to have it put hands up. <laughs> I guess we, next. Measles, look at the measles, right? We laugh at measles today, right? Look at that. Look at that beautiful child. Measles is a contagious infectious disease caused by a virus. This causes, look at this, y'all, red rashes, right? That often start off, the head moves down the body. Go to the next slide. One minute left. The anti-vaccine Opposition to vaccinations has existed as long as vaccinations itself. Edward Jenner invented, 
invention of the smallpox vaccination was met with a lot of criticism, the same way it is right now. So this is nothing new, right, in the European community. They've been anti-vaccines from the beginning. So while they was anti-vaccine from the beginning, what was we doing, family, in Africa? We was giving them that cutting-edge science, and we're going to talk about that later. Hey, I appreciate that, y'all. Let's go. Thank you. Dell Victory, he's going to introduce himself, and uh, yeah. Cases of autism we might have seen. So, historically, we have to look at issues like that. Smallpox. 
smallpox caused smallpox for some people that got those vaccines. Same thing with polio. Right now, the only cases of polio in the world are being caused by the vaccine itself. Sure, we don't have polio in America, but right now there's, I think, over seven countries that polio is spreading rampantly from the vaccine, vaccine strain. Now, the concern by the World Health Organization have they made a mistake. Because, by the way, the polio vaccine we have in this country does not stop transmission. It'll stop you from having symptoms, but you can still carry it, and you can still spread it. So there's a real concern that if that vaccine strain polio comes back to America, we're in trouble. So science, here's the main point that I wanted to start out with. Two minutes left. The, there's an arrogance to the vaccine program and to the science. It's the only scientific body in the world that says the science is settled. Meaning our science is a matter. If you've been to a high school science class, you know the least scientific statement you can make is that the science is set. You know that science is always growing, it's always evolving, it's always changing. And by the way, when they say the consensus of science says this, the consensus agrees with us, the consensus on global warming, science is the one place where consensus has never mattered at all. Because the consensus has never evolved science. It's always one Galileo, one Newton, one Einstein, one medical team, one scientist that looks at something a different way than everybody else had before, and a lot of times we throw them in jail like we did with Galileo. We end up arresting them and saying, you're a heretic. But in the end, history proves out that they were right. Science is only changed by an individual bold enough to do something different. So anytime they say consensus is the main point, that is not the point. And lastly, we've seen the greatest decline in public health in world history. We've gone from 12.8% chronic illness in our children in the 1980s when we were getting some of like 11 vaccines, polio, and, and some of the, the few vaccines. When we got 11 vaccines, our chronic illness rate was 12.8%. Then all of a sudden we took liability away from the industry. You can't sue manufacturers for vaccines. And it was a boom. It exploded. And now our kids are getting 72 vaccines by the time they're 18 years old. And in that same time period, going from 11 vaccines, 12.8% chronic illness, now, 54% of America's children have a chronic illness, a permanent illness, either a neurological disorder or an autoimmune disease. Those happen exactly the same time. 11 vaccines, 12.8% chronic illness, 72 vaccines, 54% chronic illness. And I think it's on the other side of the proof that their vaccines are not doing that to our children. Thank you. Time is Okay, so now we're going to move after the introduction, we're going to go into the actual uh, debate. And uh, the first question on the table is, are vaccines safe? And uh, it's deliberately vague, so there's plenty of leeway. Um, we're going to start with the pro-vaccine sign, that's what they requested. So, you got three minutes, and uh, you may begin. Who's the first person you want to go? Who's going to go for your first three minutes? You might want to hold the mic because I'm going to start the clock. Okay, here you go. Begin. Three minutes. Um, you mentioned that the question is vague. 
that the way that vaccines have to come to market, they go through many safety tests. And if they did not determine that it was safe enough for the general consumption of the, the population, it would not be released. And so this is where people have to understand how science works and how they start off with a small sample size and then increase in others. They start off with animals in terms of the testing. And as I mentioned earlier, there's a difference between you know, effectiveness and like efficiency and safety and things of this nature. So the question is, really, what is the alternative for vaccines if the vaccines themselves are not safe? What do you have in place to fight the diseases in which you claim that the vaccines aren't working? And based on what? And what scientific studies support uh, your arguments? And I want to just say quickly to correct certain things. Science isn't about uh, a one-man hero. There's a thing called reproducibility that has to be a part of science. And so what makes something uh, strong in the field is its ability want to be reproduced. And in the reproduction process with other scientists doing the experiments, that they have, by way of falsification in terms of the scientific process, excuse me, the scientific method, they have strengthened the argument or eliminated other hypotheses. So I would like to know about these other hypotheses that were falsified by their um, by their experiments that they've done on their own. And so independent of the quote-unquote big farm. Last 30 seconds. I'm done. Hello. 25 seconds left if you want to finish. Okay. Okay, so uh, proceed to introduce yourself and we'll start the clock once she begins her presentation. Hi, my name is Bernstein Henry. I am an independent researcher and I'm here of Truth Talk and a health freedom activist. I've been researching this for 10 years. And I just want to say, it's going down today. I got your tissues to leave, huh? So you can wipe away your tears when I'm done. It's going down. Anyway, so this is how science this is how science works. What, what needs to happen is they have to have a double-blind, a randomized, placebo-controlled study. Um, and that hasn't been done. That's a gold standard of science to determine if something is effective or not. Also, there's never been a vaccine versus unvaccinated study. Okay? When you look at the manufacturer's um, insert for vaccines, it says that vaccines are not tested for carcinogenesis, the ability to cause cancer, mutagenesis, the ability to mutate your um, genetics, or the ability to impair fertility. Every single vaccine insert says this, okay? Um, the ingredients of the vaccines, um, for instance, uh, the aborted fetal tissues, the aborted fetal cells that are in vaccines, actually can cause mutagenesis, which, which means it has the ability to integrate into your DNA. Um, there is a very famous um, scientist named Teresa Deicher who's doing really good work, stem cell research work on, or she, she discovered heart stem cells, and she's done really good um, work on this. 
and, and she's been able to show that they are integrating into our DNA, independent of the vaccine manufacturers and the pharmaceutical industries, which also the pharmaceutical industries have run the tests that say that vaccines are safe. So there's a huge conflict of interest there. It's like the box guarding the hen house. Also, um, I'm just going to talk about some of the ingredients. You have polysorbate 80, which is also known to um, mutate your, your, um, your genes. Um, when injected rapidly, it can break down into sorbitol and cause diabetes, um, cell death, and mitochondrial failure. Um, Benzoalcohol, that's one of the ingredients in the vaccines attacks the liver. Um, transcripts from CDC meetings have revealed that vaccines contain, vaccines can contain prions, which are proteins that can cause macal disease. Um, genes, which are also cancer-causing, um, they've also found berlichemia, and um, the enzyme the enzyme reverse transcriptase, which can actually give you a positive test for HIV. Um, adjuvants that are injected into the body can cause an inflammatory response. Um, they can cause antibody complexes, which get stuck in soft tissues and joints, and that can lead to things like arthritis and lupus, kidney damage and brain damage. Um, Final minute. You can also, it, it can also cause demyelinating diseases, which is um, MS. And, um, Adjuvants actually that, that they use like aluminum squalene reps of the antibodies and they puts the body into a hyperinflammatory state and um, that also is its link with autoimmune diseases. And uh, dengue and, and also um, the, the intense antibody response can also actually cause um, uh, hyper responses in, in other diseases such as dengue fever, Zika virus, HPV, and Ebola. So um, those, those are just some of the, the points from which vaccines aren't safe. You, know, you can say that they have you know, wiped out diseases, which if you look at data from all different Western countries, it shows that diseases were wiped out um, when sanitation was implemented before vaccines even came into play. But even taking that into account, just the ingredients of the vaccines can cause autoimmune diseases. Next slide. Next slide. Real quick, we need to start fact-checking real fast. So the first speaker that actually spoke, he talked about Edward Jenner's uh, son dying, dying from a vaccination. That's just not true. At this point, I require them to provide a source for that. Uh, actually, Edward Jenner's son died uh, 55 years later. Uh, he talks about it in his own journals, exactly what happened to his son. So we would need that source provided, please. It's true that you know certain diseases we never had vaccines and they disappeared, but like measles, uh, it's still around and it's incontrovertible that vaccines reduced the number of incidents of measles uh, in this country and all over the world. You got one minute and fifty seconds to continue your side. I just want to know, does everyone in the audience even know what a vaccine is and what it does, what it's supposed to do? Because some people act like a vaccine is supposed to be this invisible shield 
that glows around the body instead of uh, a, a tool that aids to help the white blood cells fight off uh, infectious diseases. And so it's, to me, I look at it like um, a military type situation, how you do drills, anybody who's been in the military, you kind of prepare for any type of scenario or whatnot. And so in a, a, a vaccine, I'm sorry? Final minute. Okay. Uh, a, a vaccine acts as, you know, a, a drill situation for your white blood cells to fight off diseases. Now sure, if you, if uh, uh, the enemy comes into your neighborhood and attacks, you, there's some people that could survive. But if everybody is trained in the neighborhood with military uh, training or whatnot and has weapons that can fight against an external threat, the likelihood that more people in your neighborhood will survive those attacks increases. And so this is what the vaccines are aimed to do. So we got to understand what a vaccine is, what it does, what it, you know, and then we can have the discussion. So we, I just didn't want to assume that everyone knew what a vaccine was and what it actually did. Six seconds. Six seconds. Actually, uh, let me tell you what his son actually died from. Jenna's son suffered brain damage and died look, and died after. Okay? So Time. it wasn't the vaccine. Time. Just All right, thank you. So I'm going to address the question of the vaccines are safe. Uh, from this perspective of a scientist, it's good to see another sci other scientists up here. Uh, I've done biomedical research all of my professional adult career and you would, you're right, your expectation is if there's going to be vaccines and they're going to vaccinate everybody in the entire world, that they, that they would be safety tested. The problem is that vaccines are not drugs, and the actual rules that are in place by our federal government for safety testing the vaccines are different for biologics, which vaccines are biologics, than they are for drugs. To test a drug for safety, you have to do a small sample clinical trial and a large trial and then a very large scale long-term outcome 10 15 years monitoring that uh, in the clinical trial before it gets FDA approved. Vaccines as they'll be increased uh, group I can did in a deep dive on the literature that they don't use placebo controls uh, sufficiently and they don't have a long-term outcome. Now if vaccines were safe then we wouldn't have a national vaccine advisory uh, a national vaccine compensation program. Why would they make their products liability-free? This doesn't sit with me with any sense of reality. If vaccines were safe, we wouldn't have Supreme, the Supreme Court and many regulations based on the presumption that vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. Our own government says they're not safe. So the answer to the question is, vaccines are not safe. My, my answer is, vaccines are not safe enough. They're not safe for everyone. There are some people that will go through the vaccine schedule, like my two sons, who are both fully vaccinated. Thank you. Right? I promised I would say that. They're both fully vaccinated. Now, why am I here then? Am I on the anti-vax side? Absolutely not. I'm on the side that says vaccines are safer and effective. Vaccines can, vaccines can be made safer. Final minute. William Thompson not only said it was the MMR, the thing that got me in the game is when William Thompson told Brian Hooker that the CDC not only sanitized the results for the MMR study for the MMR vaccine, 
but they have a panel that sanitizes the results of every publication that goes into every vaccine journal for every vaccine. Every vaccine, they sanitize the results. So the fraud is massive. I'm a scientist. I, too, am here on the side of science, and I thank you for your time. Just because I was challenged my statement on Edward Jenner. Uh, after Edward Jenner, this is uh, off the internet, Jenner vaccinated his own 18-month-old son. He suffered neurological brain damage. And both boys, the two of the boys he tested on, died of tuberculosis before the age of 21. So not 55, 21, as I said, early 20s. And the argument is being is that neurological disorders is is the conversation. You know, autism is a neurological disorder, and when you talk to doctors that specialize in it, uh, it's a behavior. Now, one mother put it best. She says vaccines don't cause autism. Vaccines cause brain swelling, encephalopathy. And the resulting behavior that comes from that can be autism. It can also be schizophrenia or many other neurological disorders. So what happens is the brain swells from the vaccine. It's written on the insert of the vaccine itself. All you have to do is ask your doctor, say, can I read the insert that the manufacturer wrapped around the vaccine itself? And you will see encephalopathy written on many of the vaccines, meaning it can cause brain swelling. If your baby's seconds. brain swells, it can result in autism. So my point being, we don't know because they didn't do a good diagnostic back in, you know, 19, 1798. But what we do know is he was a sickly kid, he had a neurological disorder, which is what the parents all describe as the injury to their child from the vaccine. And that was my point. Thank you. Your side wants to respond. Your side wants to respond. It's your turn. Settle that issue, uh, but you know I can say that you know certainly we shouldn't. Uh, that was you know more than 200 years ago. The science had advanced uh, since then, so the safety studies that are done today are very different than back in that day. Two minutes. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that scientists over there telling us that it's children uh, were, were vaccinated, and so I, I would think. He understands the need for vaccinations, no matter what we say. He's actually in the field. Now, he, he spoke for paper. He's not speaking that paper. And we're waiting for the publishing of that paper so we can read it. One thing's for sure, we don't just listen to one scientist's opinion. Thank goodness, we can trust. Appreciate that the whole international community of Asians, Africans, Native Americans, uh, people from India, they all weighed in, in on the ideas and concepts. Uh, so at this point, we got to make sure we start fact-checking everything, right? Make sure we're not getting confused with pseudoscience. Uh, I would have to say that once y'all sit down and read the picture from Facebook, we're saying we're going to find a lot of pseudo in We're going to find a lot of discredited information. So that question about if vaccines are safe or not, the point is, it's far safer than running around unvaccinated 
and we got to be able to prove that. One minute, ten seconds left. Uh, I do want to address the government having a court system for vaccinations. The reason is, ladies and gentlemen, because it was discouraging companies who find treatments or some sort of cures, not cures, but some way to battle diseases. If you keep suing a company that's using their billions of dollars to do research, you're not going to create any vaccines at all. So the government created their own court and a fund to make sure that these companies stay in business. So I thought it was a good move by the government because you know what? Two weeks ago in Israel, 30 seconds. they have a cure, they created a vaccine, I'm sorry, not a cure, for breast cancer. How many people in your family have died of breast cancer? Quickly. Uh, 10 seconds. We, you'll find that I, I, I like to define things first. So my question is, when you're saying safe, how are you quantifying safe? What is the difference between safe and unsafe when you're making your argument that vaccines are unsafe? How are you quantifying that? Time. Okay. Next slide. I'm going to take 30 seconds and then we're going to pitch it to Dell. Um, the C I have the same question for the CDC because on their website they say vaccines are safe. No qualifiers. No, no details. And yet we have all these injured people that show up, tens of thousands of people that are injured by vaccines. So it's a great point, great question. Um, and I respect the question that we need to verify. So when I read that William Thompson did that, both of you made that point. When William Thompson said that all the vaccine safety studies, I went out and I got all the vaccine safety studies. And as a biomedical research scientist, I read what they did specifically. They would get the data from their study. They found a result they didn't like. They would reanalyze the data again by changing the methods with a different method of analysis or change the design. They found a result that they didn't like. And then they just redesigned the same study with the same data and analyzed it over and over and over again. That's not science. I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't verified, so you're right, we should make sure we're not talking about pseudoscience on our side, but the CDC is expert at doing what I call science-like activities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think when we're talking about safety, let's just go to our own numbers. This is the only cancer system we have in the United States of America. The only capture system we have is called BEARS, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. When we took liability in 1986, we put the system in place. So this is where we report the injuries from vaccines. So we're talking about safety, we're talking about injuries. In, nine, in 2018, last year, there was 62,803 reported injuries from vaccines. There's 533 reported deaths from vaccines, 1,400 permanent disabilities, 5,000 hospitalizations, 5,000 emergency room visits. I don't think any of these guys in this panel would be happy with those numbers. We don't want to be killing 533 innocent people. Now, it gets worse. I think those numbers are terrible. I don't think we should accept that. I don't think we can kill innocent children. Somewhere in that 533 may be a future president or a future scientist who can make a better product that doesn't kill children at all. Okay, but here's what's worse. Harvard Medical School is hired to investigate this system and see how efficient it is. And what they discovered, Harvard Medical School, we paid a million dollars, and they determined that fewer than 1% of the total adverse events are even being reported. Additionally, I uh, can't see that the commissioner of the FDA came to the same conclusion. So that means 
that potentially last year there weren't 62,000 injuries. If Harvard Medical School is right, there may have been made for 6 million injuries. 53,000 deaths. And then, of course, emergency room visits goes from 5,000 to half a million. This is why we need to be having this debate. This is why. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Now, that's very interesting, coming from a person that's well learned in the field. But I find it very hypocritical to talk bad about vaccines, and I'm going to tell you why. In 1942 to 1962, we had a half a million new cases reported to the CDC of measles. All right? Here in the United States. Now, in the U.S. Now, I want to I wanna ask a question to the audience, rhetorically, of course. Would you rather today half a million people catching measles every year? Would we rather, would we rather, oh, would you rather 500 people dying every year of measles? Would, 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 we, would we rather that? So now, ladies and gentlemen, it's ridiculous at this moment, but you're looking at 500 people dying annually between 1942 and 1962 and then the vaccine was introduced and all of a sudden in the year 2000 measles has almost been completely out the door but guess what this year 2019 in a county in Rockland, New York we found measles because of the I mean the, the Jewish community and hold on a second then it spread to Brooklyn. And of course in New York now it's mandated that children as of June have to be vaccinated. You can't use, not vaccinated, but you can't use religious reasons for not being vaccinated. I use my phone. Minute and 10 seconds left. I would like to know, out of those, uh, for example, the 5,588 emergency room visits, how many of them have been determined to be false? And what is the actual source of the data? I saw a source funding something, but no actual. Uh, but what is the title of the survival? It's on the CDC website. Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, V-A-E-R-S. V is in Victor. So, 40 knowing, seconds. knowing that just because someone visits the doctor, doesn't mean that what they came there for, what they thought they came there for, was the exact uh, reason for them being there. And so I would like to study the text to see what it actually says. And so uh, this is one of the reasons why I'm here to speak to some pro numbers at you, but I'll think holistically of what could possibly be. You have a lot of Final false 10 flags. seconds. You have a lot of false flags uh, in information. Some of this stuff may be outlined in the text. But because they don't expect you to actually read it, they don't post it up there. So I just want to put that out there. Um, All right, thank you. So you are a scientist because you just said that you want to know more. I congratulate you on that. And you should look into it. It's, it's pretty robust. Uh, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System that's out there actually comes with a warning on it that says, although this is our nation's best way of tracking vaccine adverse events, it is, you are not allowed to infer causality because it's a passive system. 
we do not have any viable way of tracking accurately the full scope of vaccine injury in the United States. But I do want to correct the statistics. According to the CDC, there were not half a million cases of measles every year before 1960 before the vaccine. There were 8 million cases of measles every year. In a population of 160 million people with 450, 450 to 500 deaths. I'll say that slow. 450 to 500 deaths in a population of 160 million people out of 8 million cases. So let's just get, I just want to correct that stat. Okay, we heard a lot about science, maybe a lot of you guys are spinning right now. I'm going to keep it, strictly speaking, as a parent. I have, I have a master's in education, I have an associate in marketing, I have a bachelor's in media communications, certified fitness trainer, very big into health. None of that matters. None of that matters if I do not have common sense, if I don't trust my instincts. Because without that, you die. That's what keeps you alive, your instincts, your common sense. So no medical degree, no medical background is going to equip me to know what's best for my child. Nor will I trust any medical doctor. Not any, but the majority that's funded by Big Pharma. Okay? The non-biased studies, where are they? So that being said, that being said, I'm sorry, it's a very emotional, emotional topic. We talk about trace amounts, that I believe, in the vaccine, right? Trace amounts of aluminum, trace amounts of mercury. Do you want to ingest those trace amounts? Do you want to feed that to your child? So why on earth are you injecting it? Formaldehyde, why are you injecting that? How many of you want to drink a trace amount of cyanide? Okay, and you're putting that in there not knowing what the effect is going to be. What are the long-term effects? We talk about immediate reactions. What are the long-term effects? Why are cancer rates so high? I want to give an analogy about vitamin water. We all want to take our vitamins, right? They're healthy. Let's give them to our kids. Vitamin water. Look at the amount of vitamins in the vitamin water. That's great. Let's give it to our kids. It tastes great. What are you getting with that vitamin water? Do you know what sugar does to the body? So maybe you're getting a little bit of protection from some disease that's pretty much curable these days. But in turn, what are you getting as a side effect, as a risk? Okay? So I'm not playing that. I'm not playing Russian roulette with the two chamber gun. Time. Final round, final round on this question. Real quick, let's come to the journal of science. All right, let's deal with reactions to vaccines for cars. This is coming from vaccine for itself. I'll go through the article in the journal of science. Uh, vaccine court on trial. It says a life-threatening allergic reaction that almost any vaccine can cause and occurs 1.3 times per million vaccinations. That's what the court records that. I don't know why they want to kind of leave that out. 1.3 and 1 million people. That's crazy. So, for my community, right, gun violence is high. For my community, how many people know a family member that's suffering from gun violence? Raise your hands. For my people, how many people know a family member 
it never finished high school, it didn't even make it to college. Please raise your hand. But my friend, how many people, right, in the community have a drug addiction? Did y'all know of friends? How many people in the community uh, uh, have been to drug rehab? Raise your hand. How many of us been to prison? Raise your hand. How many people in my community got a family member that died from a vaccine? Raise your hand. Died from a vaccine that you know. In the, in the black community, I don't see any hands. So maybe we have one, I see one, two, three, died from a vaccine. Yeah, well, this is Guinea Bissau. Yeah, 
states that we know what sorts of vaccines are doing, we don't. Probably at all kinds of the time, the vaccine program was introduced sort of in the late 70s after the successful smallpox, probably so made sort of the first immunization <coughs> program. What comes out here is time will tell. And that is the most vaccine in the world. Children's Hospital, because you play too much. 
given many different vaccines today. None have consistently been shown to cause immune autoimmune diseases. If some studies immunized vaccines were shown, hey, you got two pictures over there, young lady. As shown because GBS, a rate of one case per million vaccines are represented. But this should be viewed in light of the fact that natural influenza infection causes GBS and 17 million people infected. So in the sense, influenza vaccine could be viewed as being a more common cause of GBS. See how they cherry picking through the two loops at this point? That's her biggest scientific guy. She didn't give you a source on that. She just talked. That's my response. That's cool. So I'm right here, right? I thought you took my question. No, we're going to have three vaccines. Let's deal with this. Three vaccines. Y'all see that? We put a vaccine in 158 cases per minute. Change the adaptive landscape for these viruses. 
We've come evolved with these viruses over millions of years. And I, I, I could pick any number one of them. I, I could pick the pertussis situation where we know now that the pertussis vaccine program is called a failed vaccine program by Dr. James Cherry. That's not me. It's failed because it no longer prevents the transmission. You still get an infection in the program and you can transmit it to other people. And uh, along the way that you, know, you ask for an alternative to vaccines, um, because of vaccines, we haven't developed new drugs to fight this happening. We have, we have not developed new ways to fight these kinds of infections because we rely on, 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 on vaccines. But if we're looking at it from the, the pertussis situation, it's a failed vaccine program. So what did they do? They decided to inject pregnant women without any vaccine safety testing whatsoever. They started the program, and the FDA does not approve of that. It's an off-label use of the vaccine. But I want to talk about HPV vaccine. I want to talk about hello. I want to talk about the HPV vaccine. How prior to the vaccination program, we had very high frequency types of HPV circulating in the population. And after the vaccination program, in the countries that were early adopters, we now see the rare types that are rare because they're deadly. I'm an evolutionary biologist. The rare HPV types are rising in frequency, and we're starting to see girls at the age of 24 developing cervical cancer, and the rates of cervical cancer are increasing in these countries. The, the promise of HPV vaccine was to reduce cervical cancer, and it's increasing it. We think we can control. We think we can control nature, but the mutational power of evolution and the adaptive, the nature of evolution by natural selection is so powerful that our technologies are basically going to become useless against any kind of pathogen as we make them more and more and more dangerous. Okay, so we've been on this earth uh, as man for 200,000 years without vaccines. Time. Other side. Upside. Hold that thought. They are not giving the DPT in the U.S. anymore, and that should show you that you know safety is taken into consideration. What is given in the U.S. now is the acellular pertussis vaccine, and yes, there is a fine line between the safety and effectiveness. We know that you know it, it's definitely it was more effective the DPT vaccine. The one that is given now may be less effective, but if you think about whooping cough, that is a terrible disease for, especially for infants. So again, you know, it shows that science is taken into consideration when these vaccines are being improved. And maybe the, the answer in Africa is also to remove the DPT and include the, the acellular pertussis, but you know, that's beyond my paper, so I don't want to comment on that.
just want to, you know, kind of pause a bit and just remind the audience that when I asked him the question about safety, he didn't answer the question. He deferred to the CDC and said that the CDC doesn't know what's safe. So if he's relying on the CDC for what is safe and what's not, if the CDC can't tell you what's safe, then he definitely can't tell us what is unsafe. And so this is problematic, you know, when, when you have anti-vaxxers trying to say what is unsafe. Secondly, um, they also have no alternative. Is that time to work? Oh. <laughs> he also said that there is no alternative because they, there's been vaccines, the, 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 all the money and stuff has been spent on the vaccines, which means he doesn't have any uh, alternative uh, experiments or anything uh, to offer, you know, us, which means that they're, they're not doing any research in any other area. This is the point that I'm trying to make. And so I just wanted to highlight that and put that into the mind before we move forward and, and we gloss over those two things. Well, table where we be, we bracket you to see. Are you telling me? Are you serious that at the end of the day, they have absolutely nothing? So let's just sit around around the lake and let's just get attacked by viruses and pathogens and let's get away from the African genius. Because I ain't talked about that yet. I'm going to save my whole car today. I got him, coach. Put me in the game. So first of all, I'd like to ask respectfully that you not refer to me as an anti-vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine. First of all, I want to be clean. I thought you were in your side. That means something, y'all. Technology. We learned about that. So I, I identify as a vaccine risk aware American. Vaccine risk aware American, and I wasn't there when the vaccine safety studies were, were done poorly, but I found that out. And I wasn't there when the CDC was taken over by a prevention paradigm. It sounds great on paper. You guys are making all the standard cases for it, but I am here now where I see the consequences of that program. And I did answer your question. Absolutely, I said, I think vaccines can be made safer. Which means I don't think they're safe enough. And so I'm um, no, exactly. wait, wait, wait. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I don't think vaccines are safe, but I do think that they can be made safer. That answers the question 100 percent That answers the question. So when, 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 I, when I say that we don't have alternatives, I'm decrying the lack of science that was not funded and prioritized by the NIH. All of our tax dollars have gone into vaccine, uh, vaccine development. Uh, uh, CDC uh, owns patents on vaccines. They're very financially quite quagmire on that. And our tax dollars also go to the NIH. The NIH should have started studies on how to recover people from vaccine injury. If I had a seizure right now, if I had a seizure this minute, y'all will call an ambulance a minute, they know exactly what they're going to do to me. They're going to give me an intervention, a medical intervention. If you're an infant 
and you're six months old, ten months old, twelve months old, and you had a vaccine, and you have a seizure, they do nothing for you medically. Nothing. They send you home. That's criminal. I want to yield the balance of my time to my colleague. Thank you. I, I respect you deeply, James. Personally, I'm anti-vaccine because I don't believe in putting something into your body that you don't need and it causes um, you, know, you to be injured. So, we have thousand years without vaccines. Vaccines have only been around um, 200 years, so speaking. We only vaccinate for 16 diseases when there are millions of microbes on this earth. We didn't go around vaccinating like roaches and rats and other animals, just, just domesticated pets and human beings and only, you know, um, livestock and only mammals, animals that are, are, are vaccinated. There's a province in China, Zhejiang province, that um, they have a population of 57 million people. They have a 99.9% measles um, vaccination rate. They had over 700 measles outbreaks in counties. So how are they, uh, almost all of their, their population vaccinated and they're still getting the virus? By the way, I survived the measles outbreak of 2019. Just want to see that. Other side. Other side. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, as, as a person who is well versed in the um when you say safer, the implication is that it's already safe. You're just improving the safety quality. And so since we're dealing with these, these words and this vagueness, there was a reason why I asked for the quantization of the term. What constitutes safe so that we have something to work with other than a vague safe? You know, so like if, um, so like for example, if I ask the question, are airbags safe? The question still remains, well, what do you constitute as safe? If it's no injury whatsoever, then airbags would not be quote unquote safe. I've been in an accident and I've had an airbag deployed in my face. And it burns and it hurts your nose once it happens. But it leaves after a little while and there's no permanent injury. You have a little pain, but that is better than the alternative of smashing your face against the head uh, excuse me, against the steering wheel and then cracking your face and all other kinds of injuries happen. The so, question is vaccines <laughs> didn't effectively prevent disease. That's the question. I understand. I'm just responding to uh, the, the response. So um, this is why we have to quantify. So if in, in the case of the, the vehicle as an analogy, if no pain whatsoever is the determinant of whether it's safe or not, then airbags are not safe. And so all medicines, for the most part, have some kind of side effect or something to this nature. So what constitutes safe in a very quantitative manner so that we can, when we're actually doing and looking at the experimental phase, we can actually uh, determine whether something is safe or not, just not some vague antidote where it can change from person to person in terms of determining what is safe or not. So we're all living examples, we're all living examples whether we like it or not, whether vaccines help prevent disease. And if y'all say that, y'all lying. Y'all lying. My children never had the measles a month, nor the chicken pox, 
I had the chicken pot. If you look at the, the schedule, you look at it, you'll find out that the chicken pot they actually came in what? Uh, probably 1968 when they first been out. I was born in 1968. So I don't see y'all falling apart. You know what the problem is? I know what it is. If you was in Africa or Asia somewhere or third world country, you be crying for a vaccine. You be crying for a vaccine. I know I got them when I hear them start talking, and I know I got them. If you was in, if you was over there in Asia in the far corner somewhere, you be like, man, I need one of them American vaccines. We can talk trash because we got Apple phone and Google. We can go to McDonald's. If you have to go down to the lake and get eight by bell on the way to the lake, you're like, man, it's dangerous out here. Oh, time's up. I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. Time's up. Just that. Bring me back. Bring me back. Hey, hey, how you doing, brother? I got you next. Next one. Look at this, 30% of the cases, can you lift that up? 
30% of the cases had vaccine strain measles, meaning they got the measles from the vaccine. So all of those things, I think, prove that many of these vaccines are failing to be effective at make this more safe. Thank you very much. that we are seeing polio because of the polio vaccine, but the numbers are much lower. The same applies to the measles. The measles vaccine is effective for the large majority of the population. They are not 100% effective. They are not 100% effective, and, that's, and when you were talking about safety, you again, you were saying is responded you know, to the Studies, but when you're looking at the safety of a vaccine, you should consider the disease itself and not saline. It's not, that's not the standard. It's the standard in the clinical trials. But when you are looking at the safety of a vaccine, you have to consider what would happen if you don't have that vaccine and you are dealing with the actual disease. So I just wanted to point out. Hey, I wanted to respond about the HPV vaccine causing cervical cancer. In initial clinical trials, the original vaccine was given to 20,000 women aged 16 to 26 years in 33 countries, including Australia, before it was approved for widespread use. These trials show the vaccine is almost 100% effective in preventing abnormalities in cells in the cervix caused by cancer-causing HPV type 16 and 18. These abnormalities are a proven precursor to cervical cancer. The trials of Gardasil 9 demonstrated that this vaccine is almost 100% effective at preventing these cells in the cervix caused by cancer-causing HPV types 31, 33, 45, 52, and 58. The vaccine works best if it is given before you're sexually active. Also, there is no evidence that boys and girls who receive the vaccine have sex earlier than those who do not have the vaccine. But anyway, that's a different fact. But the vaccine is safe. The Global Advisory Committee on Vaccine Safety of the World Health Organization has reviewed all published and emerging data about the vaccines in real world use and declared HPV vaccine safe for use. Um, also, the vaccine cannot cause cancer or any other HPV-related diseases. The vaccine does not contain any live or killed HPV virus. It is made from a single protein like the one the virus has on its outer coat. When you have the vaccine, your body makes antibodies, of course, which is used to fight the real virus if you're ever exposed. So I would like to see a source. I want to see a source today of HPV the way you described it. Thank you. I guess we'll all be walking home because it's not safe to drive because people die in car accidents. So let's all walk home. We we'll say again, we'll all be walking home. We definitely won't be catching the bus because people die in car accidents in high school. Time, time. Other side. So, 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 address one thing. When you brought up airbags, the reason why airbags are so safe is because they have an NTSB heat. 
We have an NTSB. National uh, Traffic Safety Board. There is no National Traffic Safety Board in the United States. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I will well, kind of just jump in with the statement we just made about driving. I think you just said that we won this debate because all we wanted to show you was that there is a risk. And you're right, there is a risk to driving. Some people don't drive because it's dangerous. They decide not to. We know those people. We need that same choice of facts because you're right. Very much the same. <laughs> The citation that you asked for that I would give you is by Dr. Wo, University of Texas. G-U-O. G-U-O is the first citation of type replacement. And he specifically attributed the changes in the HPV types that were infecting the girls to changes in their sexual patterns because the doctors tell the, the, the patient that the, the doctors tell the patient that you're protected, you're protected from HPV. You just cited the statistics on specific HPV vaccine targeted HPV types. And you're right. The problem with type replacement is there's 120, 107, whatever other HPVs out there that the vaccine doesn't target. And what I said was they're rarer because they're deadly. So if you use an HPV vaccine and you clear the cervix, in the population of the benign, relatively benign types that also do cause cervical cancer in some people, but clearly 97% of women, then you're going to see type replacement of rarer or deadly types. I analyzed the CDC's data on type replacement. Everybody else in the world is finding type replacement. In, in Germany, in Italy, and you all can look at this book, The HPV Vaccine on Trial. That has, this book by Peter Donaldson, all the citations you could possibly want. It also includes a very disturbing fact of negative efficacy in older women on HPV vaccine. Negative efficacy means that there is an increased number of infections of women who took the vaccine in these trials. Devin, you're up. Uh, well, I, would, I would just say that one of the problems is you're reading you know, the, the, the things that you're reading exactly are issues. Coming from the World Health Organization, which gets a ton of funding from the pharmaceutical institution. Let's also remember that they said that vaccine hesitancy is one of the greatest threats to world health this year. So they have a bias and they have an agenda. Do you actually think that they do a study and found that it does hurt some people or the community of African American or Asian? Do you think they're going to tell us when their number one goal is to stop vaccine hesitancy? See, we need independent bodies that aren't taking money from pharma and aren't stating state that their primary objective is to get everybody to vaccinate. That's the problem with CDC, the problem with the FDA, World Health Organization is biased. If I go to Ford car company, they're going to tell me the Ford is the best thing ever made, that it gets five stars and all its crashes. I need an independent body to actually do those crash tests in order to challenge Ford, and nobody is doing that. No one's allowing that for vaccines. We don't have any independent bodies. Hello, 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 hello. This is final round. So let's give an independent study.
So let's go to adverse effects of vaccines. Evidence and causality. That is an independent research team. Wow. Wow. The Institute of Medicine of the National Academics of Medical Science. Wow. That's an independent study. They went over 12,000 documents to beat them up. Who they think they messing with y'all? God killing him house. Look at the study. Talk to any day. That is an independent study. They ain't got no big pharma. Money, man. They ain't got that. They ain't got the government. Government. Money, man. They ain't taking money from the government. They're independent people that are dedicated to the scientific study. And so even they don't know about it, or oh, we teach the doctors now. Autism, 
Other neurodevelopment disorders, learning disorders, takes behavioral disorders, and intellectual disabilities, seizures, and epilepsy were included as our search terms. We searched all the databases of the world, and here's what they found out. No studies have ever been done that compared the differences in health outcomes between the entirely unimmunized population, being unvaccinated children, and those who were fully immunized. They never did it. So there's no way that they could consider the state. Furthermore, how many times do you hear that delaying the schedule is improved by the CDC? You shouldn't mess with the schedule. Well, let's look at the study of the schedule itself. The Institute of Medicine says, furthermore, studies designed to examine the long-term effects of the cumulative number of vaccines or other aspects of the immunization schedule have never been conducted. That's the Institute of Medicine I brought up. Let me show you another great one. This is out of 2011 also. Institute of Medicine was asked, does the DTaP vaccine cause autism? So they searched, now this is a, when I travel the country with Vax, more people claim DTaP causes autism than any other vaccine that I've run into. Well, the CDC knows that, so they asked the Institute of Medicine. We have so many complaints, hundreds of thousands of parents around the world saying DTaP causes autism. Can it cause autism? What does the science say? They read all the science in the world. This is a little blurry. I don't know why. We can lift it up down there in the bottom. Here's what they come to the conclusion. The evidence is inadequate to accept or reject a causal relationship between diphtheria, tetanus, or acellular pertussis containing vaccines. Meaning, no studies have ever had autistic children in it that got a DTaP vaccine. For 30 years, our Congress has been asking for this study to be done, and no one in the world is doing it. They are avoiding doing the science to the Institute of Medicine. But it gets worse. When you go to the CDC website and you want to know are vaccines safe or not, just let it go away. Here's what it says at the top of the page. Vaccines do not cause autism. We all went to school, right? Do you know that that S on the end of word of vaccines means every vaccine has been tested and it does not cause autism. Well, look what they cite as proof that vaccines don't cause autism. It says right there at the bottom in yellow, the 2011 Iowa report. This study over here that only looked at the DTaP vaccine and came to the conclusion no study has ever proved it doesn't cause autism. Besides that, they say every single vaccine doesn't cause autism. That's the greatest fraud and lie by the CDC themselves. Thank you very much. If you believe that vaccines are very effective, um, please applaud. Do you some challenge? Okay. If you believe that vaccines basically are not effective for preventing disease, please applaud.
you know, 200 years of evolution without vaccines, and of course you get raised. That's really, I would say, a loaded question, but not really the right question. I think the question is, can you raise, you know, all of kids, you know, and have the kind of health that we want, you know, without vaccines? And so that, that is, that would be a better question. And I think, again, when we go back to the efficacy, what you can see is, you know, reduction in the rate of infections after the introduction of vaccines. So that's sort of the simple answer to that. Can you raise a healthy child without a vaccine? Is it possible? Well, homo sapiens sapiens been raising healthy child for the last 300,000 years. What kind of silliness is that? That's not the point. The point is, if you had six children and three of them died, that's the damn point. That's the point. I'm going to say it again. You used to have to have a lot of children that they was getting picked on by disease. Whether y'all believe it or not. So I got 10 kids, unvaccinated, five of them died.
now in Samoa, why don't you go to Samoa right now and tell him, don't take the vaccine, that's killing him. Why don't you tell him that?
We sat across from the heads of state, the head of the National Institute of Health, Tony Fauci, head of infectious disease, and we said, why won't you do a vaccinated versus unvaccinated comparative study? You have 10 million people in your database here. You could do it overnight, and we would finally know whether or not unvaccinated children are healthier or vaccinated children are healthier. And they said to us, this is something Paul Offit, I've heard him say several times, we cannot figure out, we won't do it, because we cannot figure out a way to control for lifestyle. Let me explain what that means. What it means is they've already done the study. That's what it means. They've done the study, they did the comparisons, and the unvaccinated were healthier, except that they can't say it's only the vaccines because people who don't vaccinate also probably don't go through airport scanners. They don't drink Diet Coke. They're not eating Doritos and, you know, McDonald's. And, you know, their entire lifestyle is different. And that's very important because I would say this. If you're going to eat crappy food and drink crappy drinks made by the manufacturers and destroy your immune system, maybe vaccines is the better way to go. I've never told anyone. I've never I've never told anyone not to vaccinate. What I've said is I represent the way that I raise my family. We are very clear on how we eat. We drink only pure water. I don't let fluoride in my family. I don't care what the studies say. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I try to eat as healthy as I possibly can. Now, here's the point. I think that it would be really great in this country for every community, including your own. First of all, how are your living conditions? How is the water? How is the sewage in your neighborhoods? How is the garbage pickup? But beyond that, but beyond that, when your doctor's taking all the time to sit down and tell you how dangerous it is to not vaccinate, and all the dangers that are going to come, and the dangers of viruses, yes, you can die from a virus. Yes, you can die from a vaccine. You can die from drinking too much water. I mean, everything and whatever, you know, amounts you want to talk about is there. But what if our doctors actually took the time, instead of telling us what will happen if we don't vaccinate, actually said, let's look at how you're feeding your kids. Let's look at your diet. Let's discuss the amount of vitamins that are coming in because of Samoa. It's malnutrition is what they're actually dying from. They're dying from a lack of vitamin A, vitamin C. They only eat potatoes and salt and lots of meat. And the World Health Organization said five years ago, this country is in real danger of all sorts of problems because they're so malnourished. And that's why we're seeing the greatest death rate in measles in world history. They're at 1 in 67 dying. Well, before the vaccine came to America, we were at 1 in 10,000. They're dying at 100 times the rate. This is not a discussion about measles. This is a discussion about their diet and all the scientists that are moving in and injecting them with measles vaccines while they have the measles and giving them acetaminophen. And they're giving them you know, um, antibiotics while they have a viral disease. I mean, this may be the greatest story of medical malpractice in world history. <laughs> So the question I put to the audience is, uh, do, you, do you believe that you cannot, it's not possible really to raise a healthy children without vaccines? So those who believe you cannot raise a healthy child without vaccines, applaud, please, you believe you cannot raise Okay, so if you believe that it is possible to raise a healthy child without vaccines, please applaud. Final question. 
Should parents have the right to make informed and voluntary decisions about vaccines, or should the government be left uh, should, should it be left to the government officials to make that decision? Okay. Uh, so this is this. Yeah. Your side. Two rounds. First round, three minutes.
things that we've done. Right, good choice. So, I'll answer the African genius out of due respect. Right? You're right. I go scientist to scientist. It's a habit. So, I believe the genius of the African American community will emerge and has emerged, but will emerge even more if we get the aerosol out of the flu vaccines and we get aluminum out of the other ones. They don't belong. I don't think they don't belong. And, 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 and now, everybody that writes about this from now on is going to say, I just made a racist comment. Okay? But I didn't. What I said was, I believe that all American citizens on the schedule are suppressed intellectually in one way or the other. Now, the studies that haven't been done are aluminum and mercury product lead. Lead is a, right? Aluminum mercury and its synergistic toxicity and fluoride and the effects on intelligence. That hasn't been Let's, 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 let's look for science. Let's do a study. But, you know, IPAC, the institute that I founded, we're doing the vaccine stuff. We're doing it. And so, I can't tell you the data about it, but I agree with the need for literature reviews. Um, I read 2,000 studies on it. I, 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 I massive literature review. I rely on just to pop that up. So, the question again, could you repeat the question? Uh, should parents have the right to make informed and voluntary decisions about vaccines, or should that decision be left to government officials? So I'm going to let the crowd answer that. The way we let it go. Who knows what thimerosal is? Make some noise. Who knows what a prospective randomized clinical trial is? Make some noise. Who knows what aluminum hydroxide is? Make some noise. They didn't learn that from their doctor. They didn't, their own doctors don't know what's in their vaccine. So parents must, and the final thing that I'll say on it is, it is the law that parents have the right to choose to enroll their child in a post-market surveillance study or not. It's in the Code of Federal Regulations to say no thank you, to be vaccinated, because it's a human subject's long-term research study using passive surveillance systems. It's in the law, they're exercising their right, no one should take it away. Even New York State citizens have that right. You have the right to say no because you don't want to be part of an experiment. Thank you. Okay, other side. This is the final round, four minutes.
when she says something like anti-government, we anti-government, we don't have those conversations. Our conversations has to deal with race, because regardless, the uh, pharmaceutical companies, the government are all run by what we call, quote unquote, white people. So, <laughs> so when it comes to us, it's not an issue of big government, big pharma. We're looking at the culture of people for which big pharma and big government came in the first place. Our lens is different. And so when, because of slavery, Jim Crow, racism, things of this nature, we don't have a whole bunch of doctors who, do re who, who are research scientists in immunology and things of this nature um, who we can trust to give us particular information because of this, this history here in the United States. And so when it comes to evaluating this type of information here, for, for the people who belong in my community, this is why I said you have to be scientifically literate. Because it's not an issue simply of uh, big pharma and, and, and government and things of this nature. Our communities is, there's a lot of people in our community who are anti-vaxxers, uh, but getting their, but who will also be uh, anti-white people, but still latch on to the information from, I know it's confusing, it's confusing for us too. So, um, this is why, for, for us, it has to be an issue fundamentally of understanding science and how science works and how to critique how to critique uh, the information being said and not be swayed by these these buzzwords that have nothing to do, you know, saying with us in general. And so, I encourage uh, those of us in our community. This is one of the reasons why we're here is to promote science. Um, so more of us can get into this conversation, who can actually do the experiments and bring the information back to us, you know, saying for who we trust. And so there's no way that you can come to a conclusion in a, in a, a debate form like this. This is not how science is handled. We would have had papers done, you know, and, and in science, demonstration beats conversation. So th this whole idea of voting, you know, uh, with a you didn't even sound before, you know, if, if half the audience is or, or the other half is, you know, saying not anti-vovax, this, this is not how you handle it. And so there's a way, there's a scientific way in which you handle this conversation. And unless you know how to handle it, you can easily sway people for doing something by voting in the audience. You have the opportunity to sway the people yourself. This is what you're being done. You just gave us the argument by saying the same institutions that you say you don't trust are the same institutions that are trying to mandate us to. So, you don't know what you're trying I mean, I mean, it's like you're double speaking for... Okay, um, obviously, I think this issue trans transcends all race, religion, and creed. Because they would get cheaper health care that way because there were four Indians 
and my, uh, my mother was a Russian, my grandmother was a Russian immigrant. So they were used for that situation as many other cultures have been. But I grew up looking pretty white, definitely, and I had those privileges. But now I've had to leave California because they are taking children away from parents who do not vaccinate. When you go to hospitals to call in child protective services and all they did was break their arm. And so for the first time ever, I find myself in a situation I only read about happening to other cultures where I am now a refugee from a state in the United States of America having run to Texas where I still have the right to decide what's injected into my children and injected into myself. We are all here discussing how we raise our kids and how we want to live. This is a free country. I'm, I've said before, I've never told anyone not to vaccinate. You should do a lot of research on all ends of this before you make a decision. You have to make your own informed decision. But this is a much bigger issue and everybody should be in agreement on this. We are talking about our rights taken away in New York. Tomorrow in New Jersey, they're going to take away people's rights to education. They're keeping kids. They're saying that they're dirty and that they're dangerous to their faces on primetime talk shows. You know, we are looking at something that only happens, only happened during the civil rights, during Nazi, Nazi Germany. We're all being spoken about as though our children are somehow dangerous. And I want to ask this question. How many people in the room think that Donald Trump is one of the scariest human beings you've ever seen? Just raise your hand and cheer for a second. Yeah, right? All right. How many people in the room think Hillary Clinton is one of the most dangerous, terrifying human beings in the Now live in a time where some really bad actor, via or moron, however you want to talk about them, is capable of being elected. There's a reason why we do not hand our bodies over to elected officials. It is possible, it is possible to re-elect a Hitler. That is possible. We all know that's the case based on how these elections are now going. So let me perfectly, how many? Okay, one minute. Here's the truth. The President of the United States puts into office the head of the FDA. You don't vote for it, none of us do. The head of the FDA, the head of the CDC, the head of the EPA, the head of the NIH. The President, if they don't like a certain culture or a certain lifestyle, have the power to mandate a vaccine program upon us. That is dangerous. We know that there's been vaccines that sterilized, you know, women in Africa. And in other places, it's possible to do it. Are they going to do it? Who knows? But why would you ever, as an intelligent society that still is free, make the decision to hand the power of your body, your fertility, your life, to your government? Thank you. That it's your choice what happens to your body. Your choice what happens to your children. If we lose that choice, then no matter how corrupted our founding fathers were or how long it took us to find equality, none of it matters because the dream is over. There is no future once your body is not your own. We are not all men. We are not a hero. We are not power. We are not folks. We are free. In a new country with our own religious beliefs.
our own medical decisions and our own lives. God bless all of us. Okay, I'm going to be wrapping up on this segment, but so we got to take it to a uh, vote. So for those, uh, based on what you've heard for this uh, final round, if you believe that parents should not have the right to vote, I'm not to uh, uh, make informed decisions, a uh, medical decision, if you feel parents should not have that right, then that, that right should be in the end of the beneficial. Please applaud. And conversely, if you believe that parents should have the right to make informed decisions about vaccines or not,
recommend a book for people in the audience. It's called Agnotology. And for people who don't know what Agnotology is, it's, it's a systematic study of ignorance. I want to get a vote from y'all, man. I want to get a vote from y'all. What did you think? How did you think the Armour Raw squad did? I think Unk did a spectacular job. I think Unk did real good. If you think the Armour Raw squad won this debate, press one. If you think they got beat up by the doctors and the professors, press two. Press one if you think Unk and the Armin Ross squad won this debate. Press two if you think they got beat up. What do y'all think? I'll leave it up to y'all now. It's in your hands now. It looked like the twos is getting it. The ones is coming up. But, the well, it looks pretty even Steven right now. It looks pretty even Steven right now. Okay, all right, this is what we're going to do, because it looks even. I would like for y'all to call up and voice your opinion. We got the lines open today. We got the lines open right now, y'all. Call it in and let us know why you feel the way you feel. Call it in. Oh, man, the lines is, I mean, it looks even to me. I'll give you my opinion. I think after looking at the video, I think Unk and the Armin Ross squad won this. I got to give it to the Armin Ross squad. I think they won this one. I think they really won because they was not answering what is the alternative. When Unk kept saying, okay, well, what is the alternative? When I seen the vaccine, I mean, that shit scared me. What is the alternative? And they didn't have no smoke for that. So um, I don't know. I got to give that one to Unk and the Armin Ross squad. What do y'all think? That's the question. 
Okay. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? Yeah, um, Miles for Brooklyn. Um, Miles for Brooklyn. Um, Get these callers in, y'all. Thank you. Let's get these callers in. Let's get them in. All right. Nobody want to bring it in. Nobody want to call in and voice their opinion. Y'all don't want to call it in? All right, I'll say peace and black power to y'all then. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah, yeah, Unk, uh, what do you think? I viewed, the, I showed the video. What do you think, brother? Yeah, it was good. Y'all liked that. I appreciate that. Absolutely, yo. Well, I asked the people who did they think won. It looked like it's a draw. It looked like a tie right now. Press one if uh -huh. you think Uncle them won. They was pressing the one, but then press two, uh -huh. and it looked at uh -huh. even Steven to me. So, uh -huh. yeah. yeah. The only reason it was even Steven because most people don't even understand the information. Once you understand it, then you'll, then you'll, they was in there talking reckless. <laughs> and they was rude. It was a whole lot of things. Think about it, yo. We, we, the, the, the cards were stacked against us, yo. We, we was in a hostile territory. We were in a hostile territory. They fall into a draw, yo. That's a win all the way. All right. Feel me? Yeah. Um, I said I think you got it because they didn't have no answers for y'all. Like, what is the alternative? Like, when you was asking um, the Vax guy, what is the alternatives, man? Like, what your movie scared the hell out of me, but you ain't give no solutions. Like, what is the alternative? And they right. ain't had no answer for that. So I, I gave it to the Armin Ross squad myself on this one. He said what? He said give the children the disease? Yes. I'll send you the video when he said that. Absolutely. Absolutely said that. That was his alternative. So if you so if you think that it's okay to give your kids the disease, then why wouldn't you want to give an antigated form of the virus or a dead form of the virus that will don't even kill you and still give you lifelong immunity? You, you you see how trickology works? He said give them the disease, that is exactly what the vaccine does. It causes a, a, a reaction in your immune system that will give you immunity to the disease. So why don't you have to catch the disease? Who does that? That's why they developed the vaccine, because a lot of people die from the disease. So a vaccine is really just a mild, slightly form of the damn disease. 
is a dead portion of the disease that causes your body to cause a, a, a reaction and develop antibodies to protect you in case you come across that disease again. Well, that's what I'm saying, bro. Those white people wasn't as sharp as they anybody wanted to make with me. Oh, you remember the part of the day when the scientist said he vaccinated, he vaccinated his children? Remember that song? Yep. Yeah, I tricked them. I said, I bet you won't say that during the debate because he slipped up. And he said it. And I say, wow. So you're on the anti-vaccine side telling us not to vaccinate our children, but your children are vaccinated. I said, well, that's trickology right there, man. Wow. I was so many points that we got them on, bro. Like, come on, man. Damn, that's fire there, Unk, man. I ain't yeah, know that. Man. Yeah, you, you could have been looking at it. Well, Curtis has um, been watching. I, I called Curtis, and I asked him about that video, and he said, um, you know, he still tell me that the lady ain't back yet. So I don't know, man. I'm hoping I get the video from my brother. I'm hoping he keep his word to me. No, uh, Solomon actually uh, got that. I got a copy of it when the guy talked about, he kept asking what the alternative was. He said, yeah, get the disease. Yeah, I'm going to cut that up and send it to you. Yeah, that's bananas. Yeah, that's a, that's the alternative. Go ahead and catch, go ahead and catch a, go ahead and catch the measles, chicken pox. Go ahead and catch uh, hepatitis. Go get that. You don't need no technical shot. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, we can eat our way out of this. Yeah. So you get any people to call us, Um, I'm trying to wait till the people call in. I'm seeing what they want to do. It's up to the people. It's up to the people. All right, Unc, you already know. You already know. What you live? We, we no, live. no, I was trying to fix the, um, I was trying to fix my sound. I got it now. I got it. Oh, so we live? Yeah, we live. We still live. We on the same show. Hold on. People call it. Hold oh, on. Okay. Don't go nowhere. Hold on. Call from. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, big brother, sir. Peace to the God. All right. I'm Peace to you, man. New Jersey, man. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? County. Yeah, who do you think won that debate, man? Hold on. First off, sir, let me give you your props and respect, man. You was one of the persons that uh, introduced me to um, to the giant, the titan, uh, Dr. Wilson, man. And that led me on a whole journey. All I right. came out to see you and brother Polite. Um, debate, uh, Dr. Ali Muhammad. It was dope. All right, a couple Thank years you. back. But anyway, yeah. peace, peace, peace. Yeah, I didn't know, man. Brother, uh, uh, brother, Unk, man, he was a little undisciplined, a little emotional. Kind of took away from from the scholarship in some way. But you know, peace yeah. and respect to the brother. Now, yeah, now, hold on, this. hold on. You know what? I said that too at first, but when I watched the right, video, I, I think Unk did did a thing on that, man. 
Uncle's on the he in the building right now. I say it's a draw, man. Okay. I, I don't say nobody won. The the uh the, the the white guy from the CDC he came with some he came with some, some information. Then the uh OG OG uh you came out and brought brother uh what's the brother name? The young brother by my age. You brought him out. That was kind of dope. And then right. I mean it was a draw, man. It was good information on each side. Um, just got a little bit emotional. Kind of took away okay. from the scholarship. Okay. You know, white man looking at the white boy looking at us like we, we, we trying to intimidate him and all that goofy shit. I mean, it was it, it was dope though. It was the great information. By the way, I didn't get my kids um, vaccinated. I just I didn't do it. The older two, fourteen and twelve, I did. They did because their mother was in their life. But I'm so custody. I didn't get my five year old. He's not vaccinated, man. Genius. All right. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you. Peace, peace, peace. All right, hey, um, um, I said the same to you, what? same thing to you at first, but as I watched the video, I think you held your own, and I don't think you was disrespectful at all. Cause when I'm watching it live, I'm I thought you was too, because I was going in and out, and every time I would come right. in, I would see you turning up, and then I go out, I probably right. missed them going in or turning you down or talking, and as right. I watched the video. Right. I see how they was over talking on y'all turn. Even Sister Bernstein did it a couple of times, and right. then the crowd and Correct. was doing it. And you was like, "Yo, yo, this is our turn." And one thing right. I would have done different, I would have um, started your time when it start when you start talking. If something is going on, you don't keep right. the time running. You got to stop the clock, you know. Because I kept hearing you say, "Damn, our clock is still moving. Our clock moving," you know. So yeah, I, I got. Right, I so they had to do all that. The timekeeper, the timekeeper was anti-vaccine. The moderator was anti-vaccine, and the whole crowd was white. And the black people in there was anti-vaccine. So the white boy standing up, he was turned up the whole time. So why is I'm emotional when I'm talking standing up? When the white boy stand up and talk, that's okay. That don't even make no sense to me. Yeah. We both was turned up. I had to match his energy. I saw that what he had to do. He was the calm one, right? Yeah. Garfield, you know, man, was in the middle. But I couldn't stand and let that white boy stand up and bang like that and I bang back. So what's wrong with the black people though, son? Well, man, what I'm, happened I'm, was, I'm remember, Unc, I told you. Remember, Unc, I told you. I said the saddest thing is that it's going to be black people in the audience going for the white people. I said that. Remember? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> 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 and you seen them, the little black people we had in the building. <laughs> they was going with the white people. Divine, oh, Divine dumped his little ass over there. Yeah, Divine, Divine did that. Divine funniest shit, though. That's my little man, boy. <laughs> he was like, look at me, up. You, why you ain't looking, up? Look at you. You ain't even listening. Oh, man. Divine funny as hell. Yeah, I wasn't even listening to Divine. Divine, so let me get this straight. Divine said, take the mushroom. Take some red algae, and that's going to stop the disease and pass it. And y'all believe that. I'm going to say it again. Some mushrooms, some goddamn green algae that you can get from Amazon.com, right? That's going to stop some viruses. The virus needs to stop that, man. He's too old with hell, man. 
Hey, you need to go back and watch that video when I beat Divine up Friday night before the debate. Go, hey, go, hey, go uh, look at that again. Divine Ain't no games on tonight? Uh-huh. Ain't no games on tonight, bro? Any games? No games on tonight. Call from. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? Hey, this is the Apostle, man. You know it. You know it. <laughs> the Apostle, listen, boy. Listen. Yeah, listen, man. I got to get on, man. I got to get in. Go ahead, brother. This year, this year, I called the day before the debate. I sat down and I shot them a medical situation dealing with me personally. Nobody on the task, nobody on the platform knew what I was talking about, so they turned it into a joke. Garfield said, yeah, look, look, he called himself the apostle. That's all we need to know. Uh, Unc said, oh, what are you talking about? He's immune. Google, when the vaccination shot does not work, I do not have a scar on my arm. The reason why is because I am immune. It's a medical condition. None of them knew anything about it. Because they don't know now. So you body bagged them? You body bagged them. You body bagged them then. Look, they didn't know. None of them knew. They made a joke out of it. They they come around, they turned around and cracked on me after I hung up the phone. The reason why they cracked, because they didn't know what I was talking about. And all they got to do is Google it. But now, the show. I watched Assar. Assar did his own. Assar held his own. Garfield was absent until he made that point about the Samoans. He was absent. All he did was pass the mic. Pass the mic. Uh, 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 I came across, I'm sorry, as an angry black man. Now, I don't look at this as the white and the black, because, see, Uncle them had a white lady on their side. Where the white man come off at? What did the white man come off at? What did the white boy come off as? The one that was standing up, loud as shit talking, bring out a guy was. What did he come off to you at? Uh, put it this way, he came off kind of angry. I thought maybe he was kind of angry with Unk because of the way had presented. And for some reason, this white boy felt like he had to stand up and express himself. Uh, no, he did it first, bro. No, he did it first, bro. He was the first one. Yeah, he was the first one. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's why I stood up, man. Yeah, well, he was not you know how I go with us, man. They, they, when nah, we, don't know when we stand up, when we stand up and we get boisterous and we get forceful, you know the reputation and you know what they're going to say. That's why we got to keep our cool. We got to come up with intellectual. You know, Dang, we got to do that. Yep. We got to do that. No, you, if you don't do that, no, man. Okay, go ahead and continue. Yeah, yeah, okay. If you don't do it, there'll be people like you that's going to say what you just said. I was under control. I'm going to say what I just said. Look, they had a black girl sitting with the white guys. They had a white girl sitting with the black guys. So I don't see it as white or black. I just see it as
second God, damn, game. Damn, I had I had some chickens. You're going on with your boy. You were <laughs> late the first time. I had some chickens you running around right here, the man. the first time. Yo. Look, your first thoughts are always the best thoughts and the right thoughts. Oh, man. So once you keep recycling that thing, man, you're going to show favoritism. That's what you're doing with your boy, Hump. Okay? Now, I got to give it to Hump because when he started talking about the gunshots, the drug addiction, when he started talking about the uh, uh, the treatment, I fit all of those categories, okay? <laughs> right. And I did my treatment right there in Baltimore. And I probably know about Baltimore recovery, popping the street. I did my recovery up on North and, uh, what's that, North and, uh, I can't North remember Long, the status. Huh? North and Long. No, nah, it wasn't North and Long. No, no, no. It's on North and, uh, uh, Poppin' Street is off of Baltimore. That's where we started. Then I went to the long... I, I, I was in treatment for 36 months. 36 months in treatment in Baltimore. It took, it took you that long? Matter of fact, I, mess, I met my wife there because she was a social worker and she brought a client in to get treatment. And I was an intake officer working in the missions. I just, All right? you know, I just want to let you know you're funny, man. Hey, man, look, I'm real with it. I'm going to always talk real with it. Rather we talking about the book, rather we talk, look, huh? Look, man, get your composure together, man. Get your information together. Google what I told you about Emil. Google it, man. You didn't know. You cracked the joke. You didn't know about my medical condition. I don't have a scar on my shoulder. Okay, the vaccination did not take, and I am immune. Okay, I had to go through hell in this school, and if I go overseas, I got to go through hell. So you know, learn about it, Google it, man. All right, Get brother. Let me move on. Thank right. you, thank hey, you, brother. Stop. Enjoy it, man. Peace. Call from. All right, peace and black power, family. Peace and black power. All right, so he got off. Who that guy? All right, Unc, that's your man. He from he B More. No, nah, he he crazy, yo. He funny as hell. He ain't got no scar, so he a mean. Yeah, he came, no sense, he came on sounding scared and shit. I heard chickens in the background, man. Hold on, hold on. Call from Dante. The white, the white boy stood up first. The white boy was always standing up. How come when Unc stand up, I'm, I'm the evil, I, I'm the angry black man? Yeah, yeah, you you, you, you did good, Unc. You did good, brother. I'm going to tell you, you did good, man. If it wasn't for you, it would have been a little dead. Because you, oh, you brought the entertainment, you brought the laughter, you brought the humor, and you turned it up. So if it wasn't for you, Unc, right. as I'm looking at it now, it would have been real dry on your side, brother. I'm telling you, man. So, yeah, man. Kudos to you. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? Peace and Black Power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, Dante Garter. What's happening, man? What's on your mind? Yeah, I got like problems. Do I do do trying to break in my house and stuff? I'm just trying to deal with it. I'm about to connect some cameras and stuff like that. But I'm I'm just thinking like the best possible reason to 
to deal with this stuff. Come on, man. Get your little three minutes of fame. Come on. Let it all out, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. I'm not even joking, son. I'm not even, I'm not even on that game. I'm just asking for some help. All right, come on. We need a laughter, brother. Let it all out, brother. Get it out. Your, get it off your chest, brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I can get somewhere else with my voice and everything. But still, though, I need some help with uh, dealing with these fools who come through my house. All right, brother. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate your call, brother. Oh, okay. You said you're going to do me like that. All right, bye. All right. <laughs> Hey, Unc, what, what we going to do with our people, man? To accept, press one. All right, peace and black power, family. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's on your mind, man? Talk about it. Okay, I got a question. You ready for me? We all ready, brother. When my son was um, a baby, he wasn't reaching his milestones as far as holding his bottle, sitting up by itself. And when I told his pediatrician about it, she uh, called a neurologist, and she told him her first, his first thing that came on his mouth was not to vaccinate until he examined him. You playing the tape? So vaccinations are so safe. Yeah, he playing huh? the tape. Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I thought this was a recording. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Recording, no. Go ahead. So when um, I told her this, and she, you know, contacted the neurologist, he said, don't vaccinate until I examine him. So if vaccinations are safe, why would the neurologist say, don't vaccinate until I examine him? You want the answer to that? Go ahead. Give her the answer. Yes. Because just, first of all, he did get vaccinated in the hospital. He got the hepatitis B shot. Okay. And so what he's just saying is they just want to figure out what's going on. That has that's called a checking system. They just making sure. That's just smart. I mean, why why wouldn't they say that? Don't give them nothing. Let's figure out what's going on with it. I mean, that just makes sense. They look at they, you always add to the side of caution, no matter what. No matter what. So no one said that 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 vaccine was perfect. No, who who said that? No one said that. No medicine is perfect. No nothing is perfect. If you drink too much water, you can die. So nothing is perfect. So we need to stop trying to make everything perfect. What vaccines is, they're the safest thing that we have. They're very safe. Matter of fact, you stand a better chance of getting ran over by a car and dying than, than, than getting injured from a vaccine. That's a fact. You, can just, you, you stand a better chance of getting struck by lightning. That's a fact. Out of the three billion shots, right? Out of the three billion shots, Using Advent, right? There's no confirmed cases of people having any problems over the last 80 years. So vaccines are very safe, right? Uh, scientists seek to make them safer. As a matter of fact, if they make them safer, you know what I'm saying, the actual strength of the vaccine lessen up a little bit. So now they got to give you booster shots and all that. But what I'm saying is getting your children vaccinated is far better than them running around catching anything. Like before vaccines, before inoculation, before that situation occurred in Africa, where they where they gave rise to inoculation, man, pathogens were destroying the human population. You can you can look to 1918, the Great Pandemic. Look that up, where five percent of the human population was wiped out. 
you can go to the sixth century where half of the human population got wiped out. So 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 this so this fight we have with viruses, nature is trying to kill you. And human beings are trying to come up with ways that will stop us from getting decimated. So I think your doctor made a good a good a good uh choice in saying, Well hold on, if something's going wrong, then let's let's make sure. Let's see, let's make sure everything is straight. So did your son end up reaching his milestones, yes or no? Yeah, he did. Right. Did you ever give him any? Yeah, did he get me vaccinated? Did you ever vaccinate? Well, yeah, he had he had his vaccinations after that. So, oh, is he fine? See, so he's fine. He didn't die. He's good. He's safe. So, see, there you have you have your answer right there. So, signs went out against it. So, yeah, that makes sense okay, for them to say that. Question. I got one more quick question. Okay, I'm 45. So did we have the chickenpox vaccination when we were children? Yeah, I was born in 1967, so it came out in 1968. Yep. So you got yours. That's why you ain't catching chickenpox. No, I did catch them. That's why I caught chickenpox okay. when I was 19 years When you was 19? When I was 19 years old. And you caught the chickenpox, right? Okay, so vaccines yeah. 100%. They're about 94%. Yeah, they're not 100%. No one says they're not 94%. Okay, I, I, thought, I thought we wasn't vaccinated with it. That's why I called it. Well, I thought maybe it came on later on. Like, ask your mom, though. Ask your mom to see you vaccinated. That's a good thing. That's a good place to talk. ask your mom. But just because you got vaccinated, okay. vaccinated don't mean that you would not catch the chicken pie. Because it's not 100%. Ain't nothing 100%. But ask your mom. Ask your mom okay. if she vaccinated you. But I'm pretty sure you was because you went to school. And you can get a booster shot. So you can really look this up. They really give you two shots of chicken pie. Okay. They give you two rounds. So maybe you didn't have both rounds. Maybe you did. Maybe it didn't take because vaccines don't necessarily have to take all the time. It's a lot of different factors. Okay. But, but, but no. okay and I got one last question for you. Okay, so now here, I'm, I'm, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and my 18-year-old, the same 18-year-old, before he can graduate, they had made it law that they had to have the HPV vaccination. Okay, that's for cancer. So that's that's, so how do you contact that? That's, that's through sexual contact, right? Yeah, and hopefully your son is going to have sex. So you have right, so so that's not a threat to the public. You should you should protect yourself at all costs. I don't know, sis. If you want your son to have, if you want grandkids, he's gonna have unprotected sex Monday. That's yeah, but you go okay at that point when you're ready to have children. I hope they will be mature and and, and you know what I'm saying. At that point, you will make sure that they don't have it too. Now, how you going to make something? You can't tell them if a person got that. HPV is a test for that. It's a test to see if you have it. Okay, but I'm saying one day you're going to have unprotected sex, though. And why wouldn't you want a vaccine against cancer? That's actually a vaccine against a particular type of cancer. It really is. But what like they told me, that you, you only contacted that if you had, um, if you was exposed to it. If both of y'all virgins, how are you exposed to it? 
Yeah, but you know how that goes, sis. You know how it was when you grew up. Your mother thought you was a virgin for how long? Yeah, you right. <laughs> so I don't want to hear. So you know, you know what I'm saying, man. Just better rabbit. Nah, I was on. Jesus, I, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can defend that with the other diseases if they're. If it's, you know, through co- you know, you don't have to have sexual contact, but if it's only sexual contact, why is it that my son has to have his vaccination before he graduates? So you and he's loving it. Yeah. Do it. He graduated. Take that test. They got to get the vaccination. They know how students in college have sex, though. You know that, right? Young, young, uh, uh, black kids, right? Male and female. They're athletic, right? They're attracted to each other, and they're at that age of reproduction, and nature is undefeated. Sex is undefeated, sis. No matter what we think, it's undefeated. And you if right. you're going to have sex. That's the strongest force on earth, is sex. It keeps our papa, it keeps the, the, the homo sapiens uh, 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 alive. Without sex, we would go extinct. Right, right, right. So, I mean, do your research on it. Look at the safety. Get the real information on it. If you need it, uh, you can contact me at Amaral Squad, the number nine, at gmail.com. And I can bring you, and I can send you all the scientific studies on it. That way you can figure out if it's safe or not. Make the, make the decision. But make an informed decision. That's all I'm asking for you to do. Okay. Matter of fact, they wouldn't even have that vaccine on the market if it wasn't safe. It, it can't even make it. First of all, it has to go through animal trials, clinical trials, right? Then they'll go ahead and do mm-hmm. it on about maybe uh, 50 people, right? Then, then they'll up it to maybe maybe uh, uh, maybe 20,000 people. Then they'll up it to about 100,000 people, right? And that's before it even goes to market. And then once it, and once it gets licensed and goes to market, then they're constantly studying the people that actually had the vaccine. Ain't no supplement company doing that. None of the stuff that the people out community are selling go through none of that at no time. It's like if you get sick off of something you buy from Inc. and M, right? Who are you gonna call? Go fuck them. Who are you gonna call about that? Who, <laughs> who is actually studying the people that bought uh, Inky products to see how their kidneys are going? To see how this medicine is affecting them that he's selling. This water, whatever he's selling. No one is doing the research on that. So you really in the blind when you deal with these people. I'm saying, wait a minute, the science, it takes 20 years for that particular vaccine to come into play. 20 years of research and study. Think about that, sis. So by the time you get a vaccine, of course it's safe. Me and you not dead, and we was vaccinated. Your son is vaccinated. He not dead. So I'm trying to figure out who the hell is dying off a vaccine. Maybe just white people die off a vaccine. Maybe they don't need to take it. I mean, the thing is, it's very interesting to me. Like I said, the anti-vaccine movement was a white movement. It always has been and always will be. Some things you just do not need to join into. Thank goodness for the channels like Sarnetta, Amaral Squad, Real Black Agents, where you get the real information. That's right. You yeah. can make it. So we got to shout out Sarnetta for that. Thank goodness for putting us in a position to actually have a conversation against some white people. So they actually had a real scientist on that side who had actually vaccinated his children, but yet he's on the side of anti-vaccine. So I asked him, I said, so you're the scientist. You're the only scientist over there. So you're telling us not to vaccinate our children, but yet your children are vaccinated. I don't understand. 
That's crazy right there. All right. Thank you, sister. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you. All right, Unc, man, I want to thank you, man, for taking the time to come on in here, man. And um, I appreciate you, my brother. Yeah, we out, man. Yeah. What you say? All right, peace to you, my brother. No, I said I appreciate that, man. All right, no doubt. Peace, fam. All right, we out of here, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I want to first say um, thank you to everybody that came through with the donations. I appreciate y'all, of course. Thank you. Shout out to my uh, moderators. And um, we got Phil Valentine coming up. Look for that. We got uh, Garfield in the Jabari final showdown is coming. I know the people coming out for that. That's going to be off the chain right there. Um, I think I'm going to set up Clyde Diva. I got, I, I'm got. i going to see if Clyde Diva would like to take on the other queen I got for her to take on live on Sarnetta Studios. We're going to see. Clyde Diva, where you at? Pop your head up. You still here, Clyde Diva? Where you at? Ain't no hiding now. I know one thing. If you keep on wrenching in this dude who I don't know, I'm going to block you, Mark. Mark, don't make me block you. I want to keep you here. Keep keep your bulls, your BS over there where you at. If you, if you bring him up again in my chat, I'm going to block you. I'm trying to let you live. All right? If you bring the nigga up in my chat again, I'm going to block you. Now, um, and, and, and my moderators, if you see it before I do, you got the green light. So, um, yeah, I'm talking to Clyde. Clyde, I'm going to, I see my queen up in there. I see Clyde up in there. Clyde, I'm going to have to bring you in with the other queen, you know, and let y'all hash it out and drop information, not no cursing each other out. That's not what y'all going to do. I'm not bringing y'all in to curse each other out. I'm bringing y'all in so y'all can bring clarity to the situation. Hash out what y'all got to hash out. You know, family, you know we got to have a cat fight, right? We got to have a cat fight. <laughs> it's only right if we have the cat fight. You know, let y'all two sisters go in and hash, the, hash out y'all differences. And after that, we'll be done with it, man. All right? We'll be done with it, man. Finally, we got we to gotta let y'all two just get ahead and bang. I see that's the only way y'all going to stop stop with this crazy stuff, man. So shout out to my queen, to my sister, Clyde Diva. And, of course, shout out to sister, Ashe Divine, man. Peace and black power to all of y'all, man. We out of here. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. Knowledge to the brain, knowledge to the brain. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. Knowledge to the brain, knowledge to the brain. Speaking to my people direct, we got a threat. Three fifths, make them see us as pets. We need to check mind states. Wait, you wait too late, we fall. Generations of many children will be lost. Subscribe to this channel and get the message through hip hop. Putting only truth in music is when it stops. Flip flop, the game is on us. The youth, they know what's up. They waiting on us, what's up? I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. 
knowledge to the brain, knowledge to the brain. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. I'm here to wake up the people. Knowledge to the brain, knowledge to the brain. Studios on, now we gotta get it, get it. On the couch, alive on 125th 